I'm Katie. I'm Liz, and we're Not Not Your Your Mommy. Mommy. All right. Um, Hello. Hello. We actually have a third caller on our call today. Yeah. We're we're on a three-way call today. Um, So we have Laura and Toyota with us, which I can't even believe. I feel like I'm like so starstruck. I feel like we have like a real life celeb in the house. (laughs) No. Um, So for if anyone's been living under a rock, so Laura and Toyota, I first found out about her because she's like this massive YouTube star, Um, but she's originally from Ontario. She has I think it's two best-selling um, cookbooks, Hot for Food. But yeah, we are so excited because she's also a new mom in the last 20 months. Mm-hmm. So it felt like a no-brainer to have her as our first ever guest on our podcast. Yes, big deal. I can't even believe, I can't believe I'm your first guest. Like, I'm very honored. Thanks. It's and don't be starstruck. Remember, I came, I came into Kokomo and like, I don't even remember, is it because you knew my other friend? I don't even know how, like, and then we just started talking. Yeah, well, maybe you Christina, knew who I was. I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, I know who you were. You just didn't know who I was. Oh. But um, no, Christina, actually, she emailed me. It's funny. You're one of those names that um, someone told me about you like years and years ago when I was mm. kind of creating like vegan content for Lululemon. And then, you know, when you hear about someone, it just kind of keeps coming mm. up. And then mm-hmm. I kept seeing your content. And then Christina Culver emailed me after I opened Kokomo. I was like, I have Lauren Toyota in town. Like, can I bring her to? And I was like, sure. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. And then the yeah. food, I love that food I love your food I haven't been in so long but uh, I yeah I'm well, a next time you're Pokemon. in Vancouver and then and then you did your cookbook one of your cookbook launch events in Vancouver which I got to go to and try all that of your food is right the Erin Ireland juice truck event yes and I That's still right? make yeah. your crispy cauliflower um, yeah. sandwich all the time it's so good oh love and now here we are just moms hanging out chit-chatting on the phone I Love mean, it. how crazy is that? That's not something I saw coming at all. <laughs> Being like, a mom. <laughs> for me, I never, it wasn't like on my goals list. I was never the girl no. that was like, I'm going to get married and have kids and have the white picket fence. So what what was your journey to motherhood like? Yeah, I was the same growing up, even as young as being in high school, just like, I'm not getting married. I'm not having a family. Like, that's not for me. I'm going to be this independent workaholic. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I care about my career. I care about like, I don't know, becoming something like saying something more for my life than just being a mom. And, you know, I definitely viewed it in a negative way. And I I don't think that anymore. Um, No, I know. Even how you said just mm -hmm. like just being a mom, like now that phrase, (laughs) like you can't even imagine. And I'm saying it that way because I spent really the majority of my life thinking like just a mom, like to be just a mom, it's like not enough and it's not good enough and it doesn't. and, And I don't believe that at all. So just to clarify that. And so, I mean, when in a couple of, in one past relationship, you know, the thought of having kids was talked about a little bit in just a very light way, like coming up with a name and like, I could maybe see it. That's when I started getting like a glimmer of like, okay, like maybe, but that's crazy. That's going to ruin my life. Why would I do that? Yeah. (laughs) And then... You know, I think COVID happened. So I moved to LA in the summer of 2019 to finish my second book. And it was like the six months before COVID started. Mm. So even coming out here, the sort of vision I had for my new life in LA got a, a tad derailed. You know, like it, it, it's all good, but it's just not, I guess, what I originally envisioned because everything paused with COVID and then work really slowed down. Um, I moved here. 
with a guy from Canada. Uh, we both got work visas and came here, so we were in a relationship. I would say come the end, early 2021, end of 2020, I was um, actually probably nobody knows this except for people in my personal life, but I think it's it's part of the story and that that makes a lot of sense as to why I changed my mind. But I donated my eggs to a friend. Mm. Uh, and so this was going to be, this was talked about for a bit from the end of 2020 to early 2021. It was like, we were going to do it now. So I was actually in this mode of talking about fertility and, and doing stuff like that. And I really, it, me giving my eggs to this person wasn't even a question. Like it just, it made, it makes so much sense. There was not a lot of thought put into it in that I just knew it was the right thing to do. And it was Mm -hmm. my way of like, reproducing or like somehow fulfilling whatever yeah. biological urge there was right. but in like an unconventional way which is like very me and like yeah. just not just not following the sort of normal path to you've motherhood. still got to and be a workaholic if you <laughs> exactly like it's like you can have these eggs and have this kid it's not my kid it's it's your child like I yeah. understand I'm not their mother um but these are people I'm friend very close with so I knew I would be part of this child's life amazing um so that is what got me, I thought was going to conclude my thoughts about having children. I thought like, this is the answer. So I did the fertility, I did the egg retrieval. And then of course, you're all hopped up on these hormones. Yeah, oh, right. So it really just, I thought having done it, I would be like, okay, great, that's it. And but then I just, it just got me thinking more like, God, I'm going to turn 40 soon. Maybe I should be more intentional about my choice to be child free because I just, I started getting those biological feelings. And to be honest, I had started sensing that even three years prior, but really pushed it out of the way. Like was really just like, no. So it was like the body was, is doing one thing and the head is doing another thing. And the heart is like not part of it. I'm just like resistant, resistant. But I do think going through that egg retrieval situation really got those wheels turning, obviously got something happening internally with biology that I couldn't explain. And so I spent those next few months of early 2021, just like really contemplating and getting quite stressed out about my age and being like, but I have to decide, like, I only have a certain amount of time. And I don't just want to leave it up to chance and just get pregnant by accident. And then yeah, you know, I just wanted to be like, I either don't want them or I do. And let's move toward this. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like a very long period of decision making, but it felt like there was a moment of surrender one evening where I just, and this has happened to me in other parts of my life with jobs and stuff where it feels like a real true surrendering to the universe and like receiving a message of like clarity of like, you want a child, you're just afraid, just stop and go. Like, it was just so clear, Mm -hmm. have a child. I kind of had that moment of surrender mm, too. Because I I think when you're like such a planner and I was like, oh, I realize, and for me, it was like, I also have a business with a business partner. And I was like, yeah, I was like, how do I, I felt like I needed to like, I don't know, really, you know, it was hard for me to make that decision on my own, even though like, I needed yeah. to make it on my mm-hmm. own. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't That's... get everyone in my life's approval mm-hmm. on this. Like I, I just like needed to do it and figure it out. And, that's kind of what it came down to. But mm-hmm. I think what ha- paused me and like, basically I also pushed it away for so long was I think like, yeah, I was really intentional. I wasn't ready. I wanted to do other things first. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there was a component of like, 
oh, like how, how could I like how, and like, yeah, like I have all these things that I also want to do. So like, how could I also do this? And I like, yeah, I, I yeah. needed to just how much, of, how much of that felt like, cause when I think about it, I was letting a lot of what other people would think affect my decision, which Me is too. crazy to do for something like this. And yeah. And I think there's a flip. The it's funny. Cause I feel like we feel that way about like, yeah, you don't want to have a kid cause you're, it's, you're being affected by other people's opinions, but also some people like have a kid cause they're affected by other people's opinions. Like, yes, it's, I mean, I always like, this is so dramatic, but I always melt it down to like, when I'm on my be- deathbed, I'm not gonna, like, no one else has to be there with me. Like, no one else has to reconcile their life. Like my business mm-hmm. partner, like, he's not gonna be on my deathbed with me and be like, Oh, yeah, we should have done this. You know, like, he's got his own <laughs> journey. But I really, yeah. I really worry about yeah, how my decisions affect other people's lives, like way too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Did you both have this like universe telling you experience? Because like, I wish that the universe would tell me if I should have another child or not. Yeah. Liz is in the fork in the road right now. I'm really in that like journey right now. And Mm -hmm. I will say like what you were saying, I definitely think a part of of it is just my own grappling with like, do I want to, do I not want to? But what people think and say absolutely is affecting Mm -hmm. even just how I navigate this whole decision. So I'm hoping that um, one night yeah. the universe. Okay, I know. I want to. I want to have like a piece of advice to tell. I don't even know. Like, I feel like when the thoughts and the anxiety and the stress of it are really ramped up, there has to be a breaking point where yes, you'll get a moment of clarity. However, that comes to you because it's just like you are moving closer and closer to something when that's happening. Yeah. And I'm the same way. And that like, there's things I want to do in my life, write a book, all kinds of things, and it's hard to imagine mm-hmm. what. That- look like with another child because I've never you know I've only done the one which we all know is like more than enough I think also for you Liz you went into you just kind of like we're like yeah this is like I'm getting married I'm moving in with my husband I'm doing these things I'm just going and you like to the like most in the most beautiful way you were just like yeah this is just what you do and I don't Mm -hmm. think you I was so I yeah and and you like you know you were just like yeah 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 this is what we do and then you just like got hit and you were like whoa okay and so and I think you're so this time you're like so conscious you're like over conscious and over intentional because you went in so blind the first time do you know what I mean a hundred percent it's so true so Lauren you had the message also, I'm so curious. So you donated your egg. So that child exists in the world, right? It that- doesn't yet. It's in oh, a gosh. cryogenic okay. freezer. <laughs> Crazy. Love it. So the eggs are frozen. The child doesn't exist. There's a few embryos and uh, they are working towards surrogacy like right now. So um, oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe maybe in like a year and a half. I always told my brother that he could, I would donate my eggs to yeah. him and his partner because like basically me and my brother are the same human being. So it would like be like <laughs> no difference yeah, um, yeah but he was like yeah no I'm good <laughs> he's like you're he's like I've seen it I've been there firsthand I don't need that <laughs> I'm like okay oh, yeah fair yeah, enough that's funny oh my god <laughs> he's like been there done that <laughs> <laughs> they're just good uncles yeah, yeah exactly very good uncles the best yeah. uncles yeah Aww. and so the doctors that did the egg retrieval said that the hormones wouldn't be uh, wouldn't affect anything after uh, for like they didn't make it sound like it would be a long time after but definitely whatever they boosted in me it changed everything and it definitely made it easy to get pregnant I think because 
I, once I made that decision, then I started trying right away and it only took the second try. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Crazy. And it was, it was three and a half, almost four months after the egg retrieval. So you would think that those hormones aren't part of my yeah. chemistry anymore, but maybe it did something. I feel like it, I don't know. It just seems like it had something to do with it. Oh, and then when I went to my OB out here, she's like, oh, it definitely had something to do with it. Even though those other doctors told me it wouldn't make any difference. Right. I'm also <laughs> convinced that when I went to Europe um, a month before I tried to get pregnant, I'm pretty sure that like somehow altered my makeup because the wine and the bread, I think just like did something. And it just, like, <laughs> yes. la- I don't know. I swear it like created a really soft cushion for those, for everything to land inside my body. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Clearly. A- well, you were also probably relaxed. Too. Yeah. Like, you yeah. Were probably just in a very relaxed space. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like famously came home from a stag that Katie was also on and oh my was gosh. like, <laughs> hungover and yeah tired. her body was not not a cozy place for an egg or like but a I think sperm to arrive in and somehow it decided to stay I don't know it why just it like, was full of alcohol <laughs> full of like alcohol <laughs> ready to party alcohol and chips and um yeah that sperm and that egg were just like yes let's do this yeah. and, and they're like this this looks fun but yeah. I was like you know I had a little party and then now I know now I know my reality Ooh. and moving forward <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You ended on yeah. a bang. It was great. It, totally. Um, so how then, would you describe your pregnancies? Did you guys have good pregnancies? I mean, not to speak for Katie, but I think from the outside, we both had quite like good pregnancies, like fairly mm-hmm. like uncomplicated. Um, I in particular didn't feel great the first trimester. And so I found it really mm-hmm. hard to like be excited um, because I just mm-hmm. felt so blah. Um But then once I hit the second trimester, like I felt so like smart and like alive (laughs) and healthy. And I had like, I don't know, my hair and my skin. I just felt like so good. And then Mm -hmm. the third trimester. Yeah. I mean, I felt I really think there's something about like a boy pregnancy that does something to a woman. Mm. But um, in the third trimester, COVID hit and then everything kind of went like to shit. The first four, first like half, I feel like was my closest to like depression I've ever been. Like I was just like, I think because it was like winter, it was snowing. I didn't have a house for a little bit because we were kind of moving. And that there was just like, it just felt like I was like trudging through mud and like really cloudy, you know, like I felt like I was looking through cotton pads. Like it was pretty dark. Um, But I don't know if I necessarily realized how dark it was. But now looking back, I'm like, oh my God, I don't think I like laughed or had like a happy thought for, oh, wow. for a few months yeah. and then um yeah and then and then I did and then it like slowly I don't think it came back overnight but like slowly I was like oh this is I re-, it's when I started to like sm- have fun again and like feel like connected mm-hmm. to people around me I was like oh I haven't felt this in a while okay yeah that was kind mm-hmm. of a dark few months and then I came out of it and then I like I get jealous now when I see people that are pregnant I'm like oh I me wish too I was, like that's me like too. such a special place to be it yeah, really how is. Was your, when you so, oh I was gonna say the depression it just came on you think it was it was hormonal not necessarily that you were like it had nothing really to do with like being pregnant like you perceiving your pregnancy in a certain way no I do th- yeah I know what you mean I was actually gonna ask you about that as well but for me I think no because I felt really special like I felt yeah. like wow I have this like secret thing inside me and like I it almost made everything else non like it didn't really matter like this is Mm -hmm. the most important thing and it's inside me and like 
wow. And I felt so connected to, sometimes it's nice to have a reminder, I'm going to get really woo-woo here, but like, it felt very like, wow, like my body's doing this and I haven't told it how to do it. So I just like the, you know, the birds outside don't know how to, weren't told how to do anything and they just innately know how to do it. And the trees know how to grow and no one's told the tree how to grow. Mm -hmm. And that just like made me feel like, okay, we are all connected. We are all just like, I'm a tree. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, It sounds like it just like, that was a really nice reminder. And I constantly actually still come back to that. I'm like, I grew a child and the Google didn't tell me how to grow a child, you know? Yes. <laughs> it's kind of good to remember that. Cause yeah. we're like, I think about that now. I, didn't, Google. Yeah. I am. I didn't, I didn't think that at the time, probably that never crossed my mind. I mean, I knew it was like a miracle and miraculous. I remember going for a 13 week ultrasound and it was like, the guy was really into it. He was just like an older man. He had kids and he's really loved his job of doing these ultrasounds for women. Yeah, It was like the anatomy one where they start measuring everything yeah. and they just make sure that everything's good. And he was like, did you know, only 13% of pregnancies make it to this ultrasound? Yeah. 13%. I was like, what a friggin' miracle it is that I'm carrying this child I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that number is so low. I know that is so low, but I remember in it like feeling like, okay, I just need to get it to this ultrasound or this ultrasound. And then I could feel like good about it all. Um, Did you have any feelings of like, oh my God, like what is going to happen now with my career? And like, how am I? I did. I had to think a moment of panic. Like I remember coming back from Italy. My period was late. I was like, oh, it's just from travel. Mm -hmm. And uh, but I, but I kind of knew, like, I was like, Oh God, I think I know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I was waiting (laughs) to take the pregnancy test. And then I took it on a whim without telling my partner at the time. I was like, I'm not going to take it yet. Like, let me just wait till the next, let me just wait till next week. I think it'll, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like I think it'll, well, I was like, I think it'll, my period will come this weekend. I think I took it on a Friday. So that's so much restraint. I would have like literally taken it. (laughs) I don't, I I would have taken it like five times over by now. Yeah. Well, and no, even though I was trying, you know, I had sex when I was ovulating. Like yeah. I did that. Like did so, all the right things. But I, I really did not think it would be that easy because everyone notoriously says it's weird. I've heard both. It's so hard to get pregnant. Yeah. And yet I have my best friend got pregnant, you know, from something that you think everyone thinks you're not supposed to get pregnant from. And I have countless stories <laughs> oh my like god. this. So it's just, oh whoa. my God, you have to tell us. Oh, can I? Well, as a warning people okay well people are always like you can't get pregnant from pre-com yeah you can <laughs> oh my god oh my wait, god my, my brain my was method of my i know i was like wait she got pregnant Guys, from like you can get a pregnant from that's where my brain no. went to <laughs> okay yeah a good thing you corrected me because like yeah i mean blowjobs are off the table um yeah so <laughs> they're off the table anyway yeah, yeah let's be so real true it's yeah. so true i know i know i didn't i was trying not to blow my cover there um but <laughs> So, well, wait, anyways, yeah, because actually, <laughs> like the, the pullout method is my method of contraception. It's a full, it's foolproof to me to the point where I was like, maybe I actually like can't get pregnant. Yeah, this I thought is that what too. I thought I thought that I too. Thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't get pregnant that way. I got pregnant from actually, but my I have a couple people in my life. This is how they've got. Oh, good pregnant. to know. So okay, so sex so, and blowjobs are off the table. Okay, got it. <laughs> That, that kind of takes a lot of my list, to be honest. It's nice. Exactly. Totally. I, just, I have so much more time suddenly. Yeah. Oh my okay, God. good to know. Wow. So so I took this pregnancy test and when it when I saw it positive, I was like, oh God. Like I was just 
I didn't really know what to think. Yeah. But my initial was like, oh no, like now yeah. what? Like it happened so quick. Like I thought this was going to take a year. I know. That's right? what I thought too. Um, yeah. I know. I think we uh, all thought that. And then me, like everything I do, as soon as I know something, I just get into action. Like I'm oh, I like just, it. I know that yeah. feeling. Which is the same thing of deciding I want a baby. Nope. No, we're not waiting. Let's just yeah. do this. <laughs> like, it's like, so I started looking for a bigger place to move into because I was like, we can't stay here. This is too small. Like- <laughs> I remember. Okay, this is such a random memory, but I was really into YouTube, um, I guess, like around 2020. And I remember watching you move into your oh. new place, your first place in LA. And I just thought, wow, like she's living the dream and like watching you like set it up. And it was so cool for me. Um, oh. So I felt like so connected to that time in your life. It was a weird time. So also like... I, and this, I mean, this could sound weird, but it's my experience. Cause I know people like have weird. experienced, yeah. well, people have experienced loss with pregnancy and there's so much, it's so complicated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just knew, I just was like so confident and I, and I haven't felt this confident about something in a very long time. I just knew everything was going to be okay. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. that's a really nice feeling. It is. It was just like, no, everything, and, and my partner was, partner at the time, we're not together, he was so anxious about something going mm. wrong, or Down syndrome, or some, just something, he just was like so nervous, and I was like, everything's gonna be fine, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. if there was gonna be something wrong, so there was gonna be fine, like I just, but I didn't, I really didn't, I knew nothing was gonna be wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a weird way to put it. I just knew I was gonna have a healthy pregnancy, yeah. healthy baby. But you worry about it also because you're older. I'm older. They treat you like it's broad, so risky, like that <laughs> oh my I'm God. pregnant at my age. Oh, my God. They it's treat shocked. you like it's, which is kind of nice because you get extra care. So you yeah. get the extra ultrasounds. You get the extra measurements. Oh, that's you get true. the extra. You get okay, that's extra, something to look forward to on my second baby if we have one. You get extra yeah. screening. At least in the U.S., they take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. The state of California takes the genetic screenings and the Down syndrome screenings and all that super seriously yeah. when you're geriatric. Oh, so, my God. That okay, word so Lauren, has you, got you, to go. I know. <laughs> I know. It's insane. Um, so, Lauren, in the States, is it all, like, covered or do you have to pay for every ultrasound? Like, how does that work? So... Oh, that was the other thing I got on right away was switching my insurance. Yeah. So I had been paying for some, I had been paying for some insurance called Signia or Cigna. And it was like, kind of like travel insurance. It wasn't like a real American yeah. insurance plan. Cause I had just kind of gotten to the States and it was enough to cover me. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, we got to get, um, new insurance. And this is very complicated, but like you have to, there's something called, um, it's not, it's not called this, but like a major life event in order to qualify to actually get insurance down here. And pregnancy is one of them. So luckily oh. I could get, I got like Kaiser Permanente, but there's like Blue Cross and like yeah. all these other companies. Remember right. that the insurance down here, this is a business. So yeah. right. the, the medical system is a business. So anyways, again, easy. I just got a really good insurance plan that okay. I knew and I had asked all these questions was going to cover everything. So there was some co-pays where I basically would pay like 15 or $30 for certain appointments I was getting certain mm-hmm, okay. blood draws and stuff. And then I had to pay $500 a night for me and the baby at the hospital. So oh, I ended up paying $1,500, which was two nights for me and one night for the baby. So what wow. do you do if you don't have that money? What do you do in the States? I don't know. I think it's pretty serious people. I don't know. 
I think no I think if you have just I know someone from the states who had like an unplanned C-section and she like shared this TikTok about like getting the bill for her birth mm-hmm. and it was like seven thousand dollars like it was oh I got like, the what bill, do you do like covered. you just like ho- like because I don't know lots of people doesn't don't have seven thousand like what do you people do? go bankrupt yeah I don't know they get out credit they get out loans I have no clue there's a thing in the U.S. right now where and again, for if people are like, I'm obviously in a privileged position where like I, I voluntarily moved to the US and yeah. pay money for my medical, like because mm-hmm. I have to, but it's I decided to do this and I was in a position to do it. Whereas if I was in Canada, I wouldn't even be thinking about this. Yeah. Um, so they sent me the bill after the pregnancy, but it was it's just to sh- I don't know why, just to show me and then to show oh. me that it's all covered. And it was like thirty five thousand dollars. Oh, oh my god. My god. Like a lot of <laughs> a lot of people don't make that a year. I know. That's crazy. All of that was covered except for the fifteen hundred dollars, which I had already prepaid anyway when right. I was in the hospital. So I, they were just showing me because I had a C section that was planned. It was scheduled. Okay. Oh, we're all C section gals. Oh, yeah. C sectioners. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> my son had like a low blood sugar. Like we, uh, Same. when he first came out. Same. Oh yeah. When he first came out, I wasn't because did you have gestational diabetes? No. I did. Okay. okay. So I had gestational diabetes which is usually the cause of why the child would have Mm -hmm. low blood sugar right so when he first came out they only brought me to him to my face they didn't I couldn't hold him or do anything and he was taken right away to the NICU and he was in the NICU for 36 38 hours so I guess there was all these extra 38 hours no Lauren oh Oh, that's really difficult that's really yeah, intense. But, and thankfully, again, everything was fine. It was all just kind of routine stuff yeah, that yeah. I needed to monitor him with closely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was so hard to like. But you're also kind of out of it totally. too. Totally. So yeah. It's, it's like kind of a blessing in that you get to. I remember the first night we were separated, like the first night yeah. that we had him, we were separated and he was in NICU as well. And like, I remember the next morning being like, oh, I like miss my child. Like, where is my yeah, child? Yeah. Um, and then, but then the second night when I had him in the room, I was like, oh, no, no, no. That was like really a blessing. That <laughs> like he, he can go back. <laughs> he yeah. was like in his own little baby hotel and mama was in the mama hotel and like we mm-hmm. could all sleep. Um, yeah, no, I was like, wait, can we take him back for one more night? <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Oh, I, I like, I missed the hospital. I missed it when I went because it we were in such the- a bubble. It was such a bubble. Like, we Emmett was in the NICU for a little bit too because he had like fluid in his lungs because I think that's really mm-hmm. common with C-sections too because like mm-hmm. it's right. not like pushed mm-hmm. out of their lungs um, through yeah. through the canal. Um, and anyway, there was like we were in the NICU and it was like a mom baby unit and this nurse came in and she was just like, okay, how do we want to do feeds tonight? What what time do you want me to wake you up? Like you're gonna sleep this long. Like she literally like yeah, just she, managed like, you. my night. And then when we went home, I was like, "Where is that chick? I need somebody to help me." Like it's just I so... had one of those at one point too. And like she and I was like, "Oh, I feel like I should go. Like it's been three hours. I should go back to the NICU and um, help feed and stuff." She's like, "You're not going anywhere. You're staying <laughs> in this bed." And I've already told visitors they're not allowed to come into the room. They've left you Whole Foods outside. Now get into bed. I was like, "Okay." <laughs> Sounds good. Love it. They like wouldn't let me go. Like I had to make sure I could stand on my own before right. they let me go to the NICU. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, something. I don't know. I guess it's a safety thing. And then I remember I was so disappointed because all the pre I didn't do a ton of reading, but I had to do some like stuff through the through my insurance mm-hmm. of like prep classes. 
And they talked so much about how obviously the colostrum is important and you don't yeah. want to give them a soother right away. You don't want to give them a bottle right away and blah, 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 or like whatever's preferred, even though ultimately it doesn't even matter, I guess. Yeah. So we ended up, and what I thought was so great because my son is vegan, like I am, I was like, I remember my partner was just like, we have to give him a bottle because you're not able to go in yet. And I said, okay, do they have soy formula? And yeah. they did. Oh, wow. Oh, really? And I was so Oh, because I guess soy actually a lot of formula. I know I it's a wild one as a vegan to figure out like what you feel good with from a formula perspective but we ended up just he's kind of always done a mix of formula and me yeah um and yeah. now we do goats um formula mm -hmm. from Europe and I don't know I I felt better about that anyways mm -hmm. that's like a whole other podcast but yeah um, I mean it's it, like no, it's, it's a hard decision to make with. I know yeah. I did so much research and looked at like 700 charts and I was like, okay. Mm. Um, Cause I, there's, yeah, there's so many things to think about when it comes to formula too, like different additives and then yeah, the source and all the things. And it's a, mm -hmm. it's a really hard, you have like your morals and then ingredients and you have all the things to think about. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. It's a hard yeah. decision. I mean, luckily I did get the breastfeeding. Obviously there was a bit of like a learning curve mm -hmm. and a bit of, you know, I had pre-purchased some pee formula from europe also amazing so we had uh, whatever it was though he didn't care what it was like mm, he obviously liked the boob but he took yeah. the bottle he took the formula so i was like who cares he's just whatever he wants but That's the best once yeah I you gotta got like going, catch your wins yeah yeah mm -hmm. once i got going then i was like it was full breastfeeding and yeah and except i wasn't there was times when i wasn't making enough and he was really hungry so then we'd go formula yeah um i think I mean, it's great to he, not be like it's easier said than done, but you know, a lot of, I feel like there's so much pressure on like a hundred percent breastfed and all these things. And I think there is a level of just like, okay, fed is best, which we've talked yeah, a lot yeah. about on this podcast. Yes. Um, and at the end of the day, yeah. Like I think also before you have a child, it's so idealistic, like, oh yeah, no, no bottle and no soother and then just nipple. And then like all these things. And yeah, when your child's born with low blood sugar they have yeah. formula yeah. and donor milk within in him and within one second yeah um, and it's fine and they gave him a pacifier when i went in the NICU, i'm like why is he on a why does he have a pacifier in his mouth because i thought you guys made such a big deal about not giving a pacifier i know but then it's crazy because then my brother who's like a like a therapist and focuses a lot on childhood trauma hence why he probably doesn't want oh. a child um <laughs> yeah. he was like oh they there's so many studies actually saying that like a soother just helps regulate the nervous system. yeah yeah um, and if it's yeah. not so a soother, there's so many like, ways to do it yeah yeah my son now he would never take a soother like ever he like treated yeah. my boob like a soother but now like probably right now he's upstairs like he's he finds his bottles and he walks around the house like just sucking the bottle like an empty mm. air like empty bottle <laughs> and that's mm -hmm. his soother lately at like one and a half years old he's suddenly that's my yeah. my son and that. his thumb he is such a thumb yeah. sucker he's three and a half and like yeah. some days I'm like oh he's cut he's done and then I'll look over and he's just like walking around doing it and yeah. I think it's his form of like self-soothing and I'm like if that's what you need like there's yeah, worse totally. things yeah whatever they need like he so my son will take he loves his soother like he, yeah and it's like his thing and it's like well I'm not gonna I, I obviously stopped caring about it immediately because I was like, oh, the soother's great. Yeah. yeah. That's what, how he's going to nap. Would have and that's died how he's going to do everything. To take a soother. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. I feel like I have so many things. I'm just like so dying to know about you um, <laughs> yes. and just about your journey. So I guess this is almost like I want to ask both these questions. So I'm going to ask them both and however you answer them, it's mm -hmm. great. But um, 
I'm kind of, I'm really curious, like when you, cause for me, this was a really hard time and a really hard thing to wrap my head around, but like, were you nervous about what your career would look like, especially, you know, right after you had a baby? Um, I'm so curious about that. And then also what mm-hmm. did it look like? Like, did you, cause mm-hmm. the States is so wild too. Mm-hmm. And that like, some people take, I remember talking to a customer service person. She's like, Oh, I took six months, six weeks off. And now I'm back at work. I'm like, Oh my God, I still was wearing hospital underwear at that point. <laughs> um, and Liz, like we just talked about in the last, last podcast, yeah. but she tried to take a family photo at six weeks and no, <laughs> I was it. like, no, I definitely did not. I wasn't anywhere until six months. <laughs> so I'm just oh. curious, like, what did you think it was going to look like? What were you nervous about? Like, what was that like for you? Well, the first two full trimesters, I was very sick and vomiting and nauseous Mm. morning sickness all the time. So it was really hard. Right. So I pretty much stopped working, except I did some travel. I did do a trip to Portugal that I had already committed to hosting, but I kind of slowed down on content making and recipe making. I was just like dead. I was like, I couldn't do it anyways. And I think in the back of my mind, yeah, I was like, what is my life going to be like? And like... There was no, there was no talk of like a break though. Like I was like a bit like, yeah, I guess I'll take some break after I have the baby, but like how long, I don't know because my partner at the time wasn't getting a ton of work either. He's free, he's freelance. So it was like, I got to make money. And, um, I think when I was pregnant, a couple brand partnerships came through that I did once I, they were happened to be in the third trimester. Oh, you're going to love this story. So oh. then I was planning, I was, I like how I forget, but my brain is fried. <laughs> oh, Justin, we get it. Um, we get it. Yeah. Um, so I was going to get ahead on content. So third trimester, I'm feeling really good. Oh, I like, like it. Let's just she get was ahead like ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. Third trimester. I, once I stopped feeling sick, I was like, Hey, I feel great. Um, then in February of 2022, so a, almost two years ago, the cleaners were coming to clean the house. I hired a cleaning company every couple weeks and they came and they crashed through the house. Into oh the my kitchen. God, I, I kill- forgot about this. I remember they seeing this. They almost killed me. With I their was, car? I decided I, yes. I decided I wasn't going to make toast. So I moved away from the oh spot where I would have been my- pinned to the oh counter. Oh my God. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to make toast actually right now. And then I walk over to the laundry and then the car, <gasps> I'm not, my back's to the thing. And I hear, I'm like, what? I like, you're stunned for a second. You're like, did the dishes fall out of the cupboard? Like, <laughs> you don't know what the hell that sound is. Oh and they're in the kitchen and there's glass everywhere. And you're like seven and months pregnant? just like, I'm, yeah, seven months pregnant. Holy and I'm shit. Like, what the actual fuck and what a friggin' nightmare because you're just now your whole third trimester you're where you're gonna be when your baby comes we were in an airbnb oh nightmare wow so that derailed any work ambition right. i had okay wow. so now you have no content built up and yeah you're like a and new what mom happened? i just was t- trying to take it easy but i think i was I was posting, I remember right out of my C-section, I'm on my email doing accounting shit because he was born on a, a tax day. <laughs> and 
so I thought, well, just, there's no break for me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in recovery texting or emailing my accountants and signing tax documents. Crazy. And I'm thinking this is ridiculous. Like, but I think this is that entrepreneur thing you want to talk about. It's like being the entrepreneur and being the mom. It's like, it doesn't stop. No. Nothing stops. You yeah. don't have anybody to fill in for you. I don't get mat leave even six weeks because I'm not paying myself and I'm not paying into the benefit in the U S. Yeah. So yeah. had I have actually, Neither had I have stayed in Canada, I had an, I had an incorporation and I was paying myself a salary when I was in Canada. So mm-hmm. I ca- actually could have maybe gotten a full year mat leave had I done all of this in Canada. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, anyway, whatever I moved to the U S not knowing I was going to have a child. So, and did you set like a time you're like, okay, but I'm not going to create con like, could, yeah, yeah. Did, I think like it was how, cause I think the cause... mental I had to end up kind of going month by month. Otherwise mm-hmm. I drive myself crazy. Like every day, like, yeah. Oh, I should be doing something or like, you know, and so I had to just kind of be like, okay, I'm still not ready. And like, of course, yeah, you're still like keeping the lights on on certain mm-hmm. areas. But um, mm-hmm. I really had to like go, yeah, to like set boundaries for yeah. myself. Otherwise, I'd just feel bad. Like the mental game is like the hardest part, you know? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Now, the only thing I knew I was committed to doing was a trip to Bali in the fall. So um, these are these vegan holidays that I host. Amazing. So I knew I was going to bring, I knew I was going to bring the baby to Bali at six months. I was wow. like, definitely we're not stopping. We're going. And like, let's just try to do this as normal as possible. Like, let's not, I was very much like, I don't want to halt my life because I'm a mom or I don't yeah. want to halt things just because I have a baby. Like, why can't I just do stuff? <laughs> okay. I but, love you. But I have yeah. very little motivation and still do t- to this day right now. Like, I don't think I've ever gotten I'm not back to no, I'm not back to the way I was pre baby. And I don't even know if I can be, or if I will ever be from I'm a motivation so perspective. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. No motivation. Uh, very hard to like, just get, I don't even know how to describe it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not depression because I still do stuff. And I really actually had quite a euphoric postpartum feeling. I felt like I had like all the feel good, like, mm-hmm no depression but just the work just seems so stupid in comparison to being a mom that it's like i get that yeah we talk about that like (laughs) unless there's like a roi like i like Uh we we call it roi or bye bye or bye and it's just yeah it's like this feeling like i used to do like all these like fun you know all this stuff at kokomo and now i'm like if it's not like really moving the needle, then yeah. or at least loosely move, moving the needle, then it's like hard to justify, right? Yeah, because it's everything you do is like it is like taking away from like your energy you can give to your child, which that's like to me, yeah. I find the hardest part is because I feel like if you have a full time job, you have these boundaries within yeah, which yeah. you can be like, okay, like these, this is like my work energy my time. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas when you're an entrepreneur, as you know, like you're always trying to in everything. like manage the two different things. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I totally get that. Like the motivation is different. The, yeah. It's very different. And being that the content I make, I do, I do food content, but I also was doing like my vlogging and like, yeah. I was really, people have been following my life. So yeah, I'm we one of filmed, <laughs> Yeah, we filmed all the baby stuff thinking maybe we'll just keep it to ourselves or maybe I'll release it later. I did end up releasing it Mm -hmm. as like my journey through the different trimesters. Um, So even when I was a new mom, I was like, should I be capturing certain things? Like, and I was still thinking like that. I was still thinking like, what's useful content? How much do I want to divulge about being a mom? Like, 
what's useful, what feels right, what feels wrong. And I was really navigating that. And like, also trying to strategize, like, wait, can I get brand partnerships now that involve yeah. baby things? I don't know. And like, nothing ever really landed. Like nothing. It, it's been a bit of a, it's okay. nothing really went that way. Yeah. I want to learn. Yeah. We talk a lot about, um, sharing our children and our families in yeah. social and mm-hmm. that to me like and very like our personalities Liz just kind of like you know just kind of went along with it and didn't mm-hmm. like in the best way possible I don't mean this offensively like I feel and you can correct me if I'm wrong Liz but I feel like you were just like yeah like I'm gonna yeah. share my family like that's what I'm yeah gonna do. Mm-hmm. and yeah. for me I like analyzed it to the nth degree and was like and I think I've had um, some kind of funny experiences. I'm sure Lauren, you've okay. had some wild experiences, but like just experiences where I won't even be with Chris and like, by no means do I have a following on Instagram, but like, I won't even be with Chris. And then he'll be like at Ikea and someone will come up to him and be like, Oh my God, like, hi, Where's you don't know me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so things like that kind of just always felt a little weird for me. It's weird though. Cause I love social media since my yeah. space. I've, I think, cause I grew up abroad like I've always loved to connect with people through the internet it just it like helps me put all the worlds together into one world Mm -hmm. and feels like Mm -hmm. we're really connected so it's always felt really natural for me um but it was weird like it's crazy like the men actually I got married and like couldn't put a single and actually got engaged Mm. couldn't put a single photo on the internet and then I got married couldn't put that on the internet and then I got pregnant it took me forever to put that on the internet and mm-hmm. then, and then I just like, I don't know. I just like, couldn't give the world every, like, I just, that, it was like, I needed yeah. to keep it. Do you know what I mean? Like it was mm-hmm. just for me and for my husband. But then at the same time, now I have my child and I'm like, I want everyone to know him, but it's crazy. Cause yeah. I didn't post about him for like a few months when I first had him. And then I did post a photo, but I didn't even put his full name. My best friend called mm. me and she was like, sorry, Liz, not you, a different bestie. She was like, Oh my God, I love that you like didn't even say his name like you just said CJ and like mm-hmm. no one actually still this day has ever, so many people don't name people don't know his name he's like a I know mm-hmm. it's so funny and I was like oh yeah she's like you're so funny like you you don't even know you did that but like you're still like you can't give them all of it <laughs> that's a long way of just saying like we're very it's a it's a big topic of conversation over here so yeah. Tell us about that journey and like, how did you make a decision? Like, so if, cause if you were to get brand partnerships, like what would that look like as well? Yeah. I just, like I'm yeah. dying to hear no, your perspective on all this. It, and it was something I thought about from the very beginning. Cause of course everyone in my life was like, Oh, like milk this. Like yeah. you could probably right. make so much money if you're like, start talking about vegan mom stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was like, yeah, but that doesn't feel like something I really want to do. I don't know. Like I was like, I'll do it a little bit if I can, like I'll take advantage of it as like a bit if I can but I'm not going to be like desperately hunting for these opportunities and I and I was like and I don't want to be a mom blogger or like a mom anything like Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. just sort of part of my life and I knew I would tell people but I also kept the pregnancy quiet until the new year so I had already been pregnant from July whatever that is and then I didn't announce it till January of 2022 Mm -hmm. so the year he was going to be born So there was some planning behind it and some strategy of like, let's just wait till it feels like a good moment and like the timing and, 
Um, and I knew from the very beginning too, I wasn't going to show his face on the internet. Like I was like, I think I'll share, but I'm not going to show his full face. And did you waver it? Like for me, I had that same intention and then I had this child and then I was like, okay, I'll just post like one photo. So how do you like, do you find that cute? Yeah. Yeah. Want to put him on there. And so now what my compromise kind of has been, and people maybe are, maybe there's some people that think I'm a lame-o for doing this, but because I had created this membership platform, which was supposed to be super exclusive for paying members, I did start sharing more. I, sh- I share him over there, actually. Oh, okay. Um, a lot of the people that pay for this membership are people who have been following me from the very beginning. Yeah. Of course, you don't. Of course, you don't have to be that person. You could just sign up. But I felt like that community. It's not huge, um, but it's a community of like people that just have known my whole life. They've known yeah. all these boyfriends. They've known all these places I've lived. So I was like, you know what? Like, let's show the baby there. And it's like a paywall. It's like not everywhere, right? It's like you have to log in. And so it's not as public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels safer for you. Yeah. So that's where I've been sharing it in terms of like a social media thing. And I, and I do like posting about him or whatever. And I actually think it's fun to come up with ways to hide his yeah. face in a photo. I actually think that gives me some creative like I mojo or something. Totally. Like, taking a photo a certain way so I can the dog's blocking his face or like he's holding something or yeah yeah I've actually liked that a lot and so for me it felt like well with brand partnerships if something ever were to come along when nothing has related to like my son or mom life or anything we could just easily take photos that his face isn't showing yeah absolutely he doesn't even need to be in them you can talk about about it yeah Yeah, so I never thought it would be an issue what I do think I can't help but think that having a baby and taking a step away has damaged my business to a degree. Like it's just taken some momentum away in general. Um, and, and some attention ex- away from me, I think. I is don't that know. In the grand scheme of it. Like, oh yeah, you- I think externally, I think, I think. Okay, I would love to like learn, like what do you think that's about? Like, is I don't that- know. I, I wonder, I'm wondering. And, and I look, I don't, there's plenty to go around. I love all the new creators. Like there's space for everybody, but for, for some reason, and look, yes, the momentum died in me. So maybe it's reflective of that, mm-hmm. that the momentum is dying externally too, in terms of opportunity and mm-hmm. paid opportunity and stuff, but it's really dead. It's dead. And a lot of creators are saying it's dead, but I still see people getting paid <laughs> and yeah. I still see lots of stuff happening. So I'm like, what's going on? And so I think, you know what, it's not all one or the other. I think it's a bit of both. Like, of course, my internal experience is reflecting on the outside and the outside is making me question what's going on inside. But it just feels like I can't help partially think, you know how like women become less valuable when they're mothers? Yeah. I can't help but think that that has something to do with it too a little bit. Yeah. It's interesting that you should say that because I feel like and I, I've just, I had this thought randomly to myself this morning, like, cause so much of my work and what I want to do is like writing about being a mom and talking about being a mom. And in a way I feel like being a mom has kind of like brought a momentum to my creativity and a purpose mm-hmm. to my creativity. But then this morning I was thinking, am I almost like exploiting this part of who I am for like personal and professional success? 
does do you, do you kind of understand what I'm and saying? Is there anything wrong with that? Though? Well, I, and if you were, yeah, I I, I hear you. Yeah, because and I've exploited it too to a degree because it's what, but because I've exploited everything about my whole personal life on the internet, so I can't. I don't even know what the line is. Totally, but I don't think I'm like. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm doing it in an icky way, personally. Yeah, yeah. I would say. I would say, like, as a, <laughs> watching you guys, I would say you're both very intentional about it, and you're the fact that you're even t- thinking about it and yeah, questioning it yeah. is great. Because sometimes we want to talk about things on this podcast as well, but we're like, we're not like journalist. Like, we don't have this <clears throat> journalistic integrity to uphold. Like, oh, we see something or we think something, we have to share yeah. it. And I think yeah. we still draw a line. Like, if someone hears that and they're going to be hurt, we're not going to share it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we do that. I think, Liz, you do that with your son as well. Um, you always yeah. have the lens of like, Emmett's going to read this one day. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, you're, you're both like sharing your like authentic journey, you know, and you're both like creators and you're both um, yeah, sharing your journey and your stories. Okay. Well, thank you. But, but, I, have- but I think it's so great to have this conversation because totally, I mean, yeah, like there is lots of that going on. And I, mm-hmm. I, I wonder if those people think on. about it. And how they reconcile it. Because for me, when I like make a decision, I have to always like be like, okay, I feel good about it because of X. Like I have to have that conversation with yeah. myself. And yeah. I'm like, what is that? And how do they, and like, maybe they're putting the money in a trust fund for their child. Like, I don't know what that is. Lauren, you could go hard and be like, I'm going to be the vegan mommy blogger and mm-hmm. I'm going to teach everyone mm-hmm. how to like feed your kid vegan and you could write a vegan kids cookbook mm-hmm. and like a fuck ton of people would buy it and I actually am so curious from someone who like Katie knows this like I'm not a foodie at all I'm not vegan like I just don't really like care she like about literally food. would take a food she would take a pill and be like totally happy with that as her food <laughs> I just <laughs> she's food one is, of those people food is not my yes, life yeah. but I am but the so good thing curious. about her is she does love like a coffee she loves a cafe and yeah. she loves a, like martini that's so good. that's something she, yeah exactly. yeah I have like the pleasures in life but like I'm not like mm-hmm. you two where I'm like very like lit up in the kitchen however I'm so curious mm-hmm. to know like from a mom who like I struggle to like feed mm-hmm. my toddler who's not vegan like how do you do it and how do you stay like inspired and how like does your <laughs> does your son like eat what you give him like I feel like so many people would be really interested in that realm of your life yeah the food thing is because I love food and I'm obsessed with food yeah (laughs) it's been so funny to not get impatient and annoyed Mm -hmm. feeding him because of course it changes like the beginning when you start doing the baby led weaning and the feeding at like anywhere between four and six months it's exciting because they will just eat anything and you think yes oh, right, they're gonna be such good little eaters oh my and god then something yes happens where you're like now they don't want any of that stuff i know he's in that phase where it's like i don't know what i'm getting on any given day with him so i <laughs> yeah. never put too much effort into what That's i'm feeding him the effort and also like, yeah he's been in daycare he's been in daycare since just about before 10 months and so they feed him vegan three mm. times a day. Um, and I don't actually know in great detail what they're feeding him. Like yeah. we've gone over some of the things they do feed him, but, um, is I the whole daycare to... vegan or do they just like, no, fit? no they just accommodate. Oh, him. very. Wow. Of them. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. That's incredible. And it's kind yeah, of, I, I was that. just thankful that I found a place that was willing to do that. And they're very great. Um, and I'm like, he's fed, whatever. Like totally. Yeah. But then when he comes home, 
now like i don't know he used to eat certain like rice pastas and stuff and now he won't touch and i I don't know it just changes every day so i I know like i I, will just give him bits of what i'm eating and see if he'll eat it but i don't really like cook like i cook for me so it is helpful in that i am cooking food yeah um anyway uh i don't know it's weird because i get or I don't get because I'm so food inclined and cooking inclined. It really is hard for me to step outside and go, how stressful is this for people who don't know their way around the kitchen mm-hmm. and are really lost at how to cook. And of course I could be that like guide for them. Yeah. Part of me just like kind of doesn't want to do that. <laughs> I know because totally. you're like, I don't even know how to like bring it down to basics. Right. Cause you're like, what do you kind mean? Of, like, I just don't like know throw it to... together. I know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, People I'm like, just take say the that... potato out of that and give it to them. Like, you don't have to I think know. about it. But I honestly, what do you want to know? Even you yeah. just, even just hearing you say, like, someone who's vegan and very food mm-hmm. intentioned, that your child like doesn't eat the rice pasta that they ate two days ago, like that makes me feel better because yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, it's not like it it's it doesn't it doesn't discriminate like across the board no, if you're no yeah, food intention Lauren Toyota doesn't mean her child is like even Lauren day. Toyota's son doesn't yeah. eat the pasta <laughs> yes okay He'll I eat, do like, you, for, oh yeah do you guys listen to David Chang no um, oh no not, not regularly but I know okay but he too. sometimes does like a segment on his podcast and it's just like a dad's segment they call it because yeah. they're all dads oh, on cute. it and he's all about and like in the pandemic he like suddenly wasn't in the kitchen and he was just like cooking like nonstop for his family yeah. and he like learned how to home cook because he had never cooked oh. he had never cooked in a home before um and so it's so I love hearing his stories but he remind he likens it to like okay I love um like today I'm eating whatever I had like peanut butter toast but like I'm not gonna want that for the next 30 days you know and so mm-hmm. just like I so yeah. I have to remind myself to to like yeah CJ like loved this like broccoli thing yesterday but like yeah he doesn't want it for the next seven days so I that know. just like helped and then so it reminds me okay he may not okay he today he didn't like it but then I'll try again in three days yeah like, he probably just wasn't in the mood and that's kind of like helped me um I don't know, not hate him so much. No, he doesn't eat my hard, good, my hard yeah. cooked meal. Yeah. That's a good reminder that I don't know why I forgot. I hate eating the same thing <laughs> twice in a row. So maybe my kid's exactly the same. Like, why are you giving this to me again, mom? Yeah. Um, I yeah. Like I thought you sneak- were a YouTube chef. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like where's, cause he will eat. I've been making the way to get him to eat beans. So I used to give him just straight beans without any seasoning and he would eat them yeah okay now he won't so I started making soups with beans in them and he eats those because and I put spices not like hot stuff yeah cumin or turmeric or whatever and salt sea salt and he'll eat that um that has been the only consistent thing he's eating is like these soups I make with beans and like sweet potato mm-hmm. and just other vegetables. Oh, yeah. That's how I can get him to eat item. vegetables. Yeah. Or okay. I, still, yeah. I still have to sneak spinach and greens into a smoothie. Oh, That's yeah. That's the only way he'll eat the greens at this point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. My son also like everyone else like is broke because of the cost of raspberries and berries. My son like, <laughs> I won't am. eat a fresh fruit. Like he won't eat any fresh fruit. It's so weird. Oh. The only It'll probably change. Bananas. But he like eats so much like healthy stews and chilies mm-hmm. and all those things but like if I handed him like a cucumber he would literally like throw it across the room like that's yeah. appalling to him <laughs> so yeah I know it's it's like such a feeding a child I was so excited to feed my child like I was like oh my god like I, it's gonna be the best yeah, time of my life me too. feeding him and then yeah it just it's like so it's annoying. honestly my least favorite time like I actually like sometimes 
like keep the nanny an extra hour just to get her to do dinner because I'm like oh, I can't yeah I can't it's so it's so frustrating I can't do the lunch I can't do the dinner it's just like my worst worst time mm-hmm. in life do they both do your like boys throw food because I feel like I'm, yeah, yeah yeah okay so that does go away I will tell you that they just like okay. stop oh God, they just the like stop the eating the they stop eating but like they don't at least they don't throw it on the floor so <laughs> yeah, there's that true. but I used he'll do it to feed the dog yes like, give the dog the food yeah I know it's <laughs> oh, so yeah, frustrating mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so okay what has it been like being a parent in LA like yes like, are there some funny isms mm, okay I don't think I have any really good juicy stuff around that because I haven't um I never really like got involved in any like mom group type things and then he went to daycare at 10 months so again like mm. I didn't because I wanted to actually start working. Like I wanted to be right. like, I yeah. don't know he's getting too, he's getting too high maintenance. He needs to go to daycare. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I can't, I can't occupy him. Yeah. So there was a point from like eight months where I was like, oh, I could be a stay at home mom to like nine and a half months where I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Oh my God. Here. Me too. <laughs> like, yeah. I actually think it's really interesting because I feel like there, it, even though you know, I'm the same like millennial mm-hmm. mom person where I was like, oh yeah, I want to work. I don't want to have a child. A part of, I think maybe as a woman, you're like, what would it be like to be a stay-at-home what mom? Would it for like, be we've like, all yeah. probably thought that for one, you know, millisecond of our yeah. life. And yeah. I can officially say that is no longer a curiosity of mine. Like that is a hell no. Like no. I love working and yeah, I'm not, I don't know how they do it. And like, hats no, off it's definitely a hell, hell absolute no. Cause when I have them now I'm co-parenting even. Right. So right. I actually get, I actually get a couple of nights off I've heard that's like the dream actually. Yes, I have too. The in that like dream. <laughs> okay, so so no sex, no blowjobs, probably probably, <laughs> probably end up co-parenting. Yeah. Okay, I love it. So what just yeah. Tell us about that. Like what is yeah. okay. so that like well, what that... do you do with those few days and like yeah, tell us everything and like yes. about the the, the, the grass on the of other all side. Time. And I feel bad saying that because here's what I think would have been true for me and I know it's true for a lot of moms because I watch TikTok and I see the videos okay yeah by the way Lauren is new is just entered the TikTok room in the last what mm -hmm. few months it was so exciting Um, when I I saw that you were on there this year I really was like started consuming it yeah and I was like I better start posting on it I love it Um, I love it but okay we'll get back to that really it's really helped me in my like post uh relationship man-hating era mom mental load like yeah. carrying yeah. the mental load like that whole thing yeah TikTok it's easy to find like your so people validating it's yeah so you find TikTok's your people so i know it's so great yeah so um, what okay. i knew would be true for me would i be in a situation where again i'd be doing everything and i i have to ask permission to leave <laughs> oh god and not that it was like abusive or anything but I just mean like it just was going to be clearly me doing 90% of everything and with co-parenting it's like bye like (laughs) you're 50% responsible I've got my time off like I don't even know if I should say this but my favorite thing of all time is like taking a sleep edible and then just going to fucking sleep Are, we literally sleep edible podcast. I actually like last podcast. <laughs> we I talked about it. List. Yeah, they, yes. We talk about them almost every podcast. Yeah. So, get a you're in good company. Get a sponsorship. Yes. Oh, it's the best thing ever. Like to not have the child to get actual sleep. Yes. 
And I just don't feel like that would happen if I was in the house with the dad. No. And because it would be like, okay, I'm going to go sleep now. And then it would be like, what are they doing? Like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't be divided that way. Yeah. Like, so, okay, on your nights off, you're doing sleep edibles. You're <laughs> like on TikTok. Now. Are you <laughs> looking at hash, hashtag I hate men? <laughs> are you dating? <laughs> What's it like dating well, in L.A.? <clears throat> I haven't gone on a official Wait, date I feel yet. like you I've could only- go on Raya, couldn't you? Yeah, totally you could. I could, but I and I could, but you have to pay for it. So oh, I just you didn't do? want to do that. Oh wow, they really like <laughs> they really make it exclusive. Yeah. yeah. You have to pay for it. I could get some Wait, I would like, to, like I would pay for you to go on it just like just for <laughs> yeah. research. I yeah. would be happy to spend I would be happy to pay for your first month. I'm sure you're Lizzie so pay for your second hilarious. month. hundred percent. I think it's I don't even think it's it might be twenty bucks a month. Oh, okay. Which seems like a lot. So I'll pay right? for the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we can um, run torn Tinder. Tinder Tinder is the only one where people are actually doing anything and talking. Every I'm on I went on Hinge. I've never been on Hinge okay. until this past month and no one follows up on the conversations i don't know what's happening yeah bumble is a dead zone i used to do bumble like pre-meeting my kid's dad yeah bumble was pretty good at that time and now if tinder seems to be what's happening and like momentum on conversations but yeah i actually have a date on saturday oh my (laughs) god oh my god that's so oh my god katie and i are just living vicariously i know like (laughs) Yeah. So well, do you um like put it out there right away like I'm a mom on your profile? Yeah, well on the profile it says that and I'm and a lot of guys have kids. Like Yeah. Cool. That's this amazing. age group is weird. So this is obviously new for me. Obviously, last time I was on apps dating, I was single and didn't have kids and I was looking at a different age range. Right. Now I'm looking obviously <laughs> now you're looking much for the geriatrics. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's very different and it's a very strange thing because I actually have my age set from 35 to 55. 35 is too young. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Okay. Like just looking at those profiles, I'm like, these are fuck boys. And these are guys that <laughs> well, don't have their life I feel together. Like especially in LA, right? Like it, there's a bit of a yeah. Peter Pan syndrome, I would imagine. And then you go up to 50, 55 and yeah, their dads and they're divorced and they've got two or three kids. Most of the people I've talked to. And that's fascinating because I just try to imagine that scenario and it doesn't appeal to me at all. Like it's just right. like, the I don't scenario of dating to, a man with three kids. I, yeah. And then, and then at some point integrating, or yeah. I don't know, it just feels weird to me. Like, so would you want to like, this is like a really high, big question, but would you want to have another kid? Do you think? I don't think so, but okay. I didn't get my tubes tied during the C-section and they kept asking me. That's all they were asking. That's Wait, so they, weird. They're like, so we're, they're like, so are so we? we're doing it. Yeah. They're like, so we're doing a tubal ligation, right? And I'm like, no. Wait, that's a thing? And oh my God. Like, maybe I should have done it. I am kind of like, maybe I should have just done it a little bit. I'm thinking that, but I didn't. Oh my God. Sorry. I don't, do they do that in Canada? They don't. No, right? no I think it's an American thing. I think it's like, they were so adamant. They were like really trying to push it. And oh my I was God. Like, sorry. That seems a bit extreme. Was like, it because of your age extreme. or just because? I think so. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it was because of my age. Which, oh my if, God, that's if that's so dark. Which, if that's the case, like, that's insane. Wait, hold on. I, did, I didn't know that, like, a lot of celebrities, when they have a C section or I think even just give birth, get they a tummy also. Tuck? They get the whole, yeah, they get the whole thing redone. I, it's I, called I the, wish they offered that, but they didn't. It's, it's called. Like, <laughs> 
the princess package. That's what it's called. The princess oh, package. Yeah. I just yeah. can't imagine because like I feel like I was already recovering so much. But oh I guess God. like that's just if you're already recovering. If you're recovering, you're recovering. just recover from everything. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I wouldn't have done that. So but wild I mean, that would have cost well, me. That would have cost money and mm-hmm. obviously wouldn't be covered Yeah, you're like, oh, insurance. wait till I'm in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. But I know I'm going on tangents, but isn't that interesting? The tubal ligation thing. So would I have another baby? I guess I said no to the tubal ligation. And my friends ask me this all the time. I'm like, I don't think I want one. Like, there's definitely no, like, but what happens, and I hate to even admit this, you do miss the, you miss a lot of it and you yeah. romanticize yes. the pregnancy and the baby phase. And like, there is part of me that's like, Oh, like, yeah, that's really sweet. Like, I don't know. There is part of me that has yeah. this like weird yearning. Yeah. Well, maybe if things go well on Saturday, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I doubt it. Just no but... blowjobs or <laughs> <laughs> no, pr- so, no pre-cum. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I just was like getting bored on my nights off, truthfully. Like, yeah. I have friends, but you know, they- like I don't know like they're also dating or doing other things so I was like maybe I should just you know one of my really good friends out here now she's she's been dating on the apps the whole time I've known her so I think I got also just inspired to be like well yeah let's just get out there yeah I think I'm ready um but I don't know what I'm doing I think it's just very casual just to sort of again do it at this age with a child like to see what it all is like Um, good for you but I really I really don't know like what I'm looking for. I can't really imagine myself being with someone who's like 50, 55. I'm 41. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, no offense to any, but they're just, these are just old dudes. Yeah. Like, these are old guys. Old. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, yeah. yeah, kind of like what you remember, like your dad being like, I'm sure on some level. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I feel like <laughs> totally. I'm 41, I feel like I'm kind of young still, even, but I'm very mature. But I, when I'm with an older guy or even beside one, I feel really young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I'm beside a 35 year old guy, I feel really old. So I'm like, who's for me? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 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 I, I think you need to do sharing both. the whole journey like I think it's such I think that's a great unique corner of the internet I think so too like is untapped and you are so good at being real like that's what you do best that's why you're our first guest on this podcast (laughs) and so I like I would say like keep going even just for the research but I really think you need to get on Raya because like I'm I want to hear all about that and like maybe come back and report back yeah Raya would be like people in the industry yeah. or like actors yeah basically the blue check, we'll work blue check humans of the world blue check yeah so and that's not to say they're that means they're good <laughs> no they could be more interesting stories yeah <laughs> oh, totally yeah. just for the podcast just for the content mm-hmm. we're content creators <laughs> at the end of the day of course yeah. I think I will share some of what I'm doing like I already hinted at it a little bit on social that I was like on the apps because mm-hmm. I was getting scammed like immediately I was like, getting scammed by like crypto bros um I mean I didn't wait get they're scammed, on but tinder I was, like, and they're scamming oh my god they're all over there's these guys and I keep seeing this one guy's same profile over and over like different profiles same photos there's like people who are out there trying to like I guess get your banking information yeah, yeah. I obviously didn't go that far I knew what was happening but I did initially start talking to them thinking they were real until I realized oh my god this they just they don't have like great English so they're definitely like somewhere else yes. in the world yes yeah yeah, yeah they're literally um, wait, everywhere I need to know are men yeah those crypto bro- yeah they're everywhere mm-hmm. um so wait are you are men still like taking selfies shirtless on in the mirror yeah like is oh, that still the vibe oh my god yeah like the worst photos you've ever seen even the 55 like, year olds yep 
Oh no, the they're at the gym. I mean, oh, no. A lot of times they're at the gym. Okay, of they are. at the gym. Um, oh um, wow! And then it'll be mixed with other like more real photos. What was that? I don't know. I don't know. You just had like oh. <laughs> a crazy. We Lauren like we didn't had, do like, that. Some fireworks go it's off like in the sparkles background. Sparkles or something weird. What? I love it. It's- uh, <laughs> um. No, there'll be like a picture of them at a wedding in a suit. So they have like their suit photo and then right. there's like them at a bar. And then there's always like the person, like the ex-girlfriend with their face scribbled out. Oh, You're God. like, what the no. frick? No. <laughs> oh, my That's God. so funny. And it's so, primarily a wasteland. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and do yeah. you talk like do do people know that you have like an online presence? when uh, they no, see your profile no i find i find that to be quite good with the apps and i found that even before in toronto i often wasn't talking to guys who like had any reference for having been on te- me being on television or anything so i think you just what ends up happening on these apps i find is you just end up con- connecting with and meeting people you would never ever yeah. ever meet otherwise because you yeah. don't run in the same circles mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um so have you so, met anyone in real life there in your circles uh no or like at the coffee shop or at daycare? No. Oh no! Like, have I ever met any real life potential? No, no, not at all. Okay. Wow. Never been in a situation where LA, I think, is notoriously yeah. kind of bad for that too. Like, just people approaching people. Yeah, I think that's kind of what I've heard. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, I've not been in any situation where it's been any. There's nothing going on. Yeah. So do I've you... been focused? Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I'm just wondering. Like, I feel like I always want to be able to travel and like go mm-hmm. different places. I um, mean, that's a big part of like literally on my second date with my at one point boyfriend, who's not my husband. <laughs> I was like, okay, this can't go past the second date unless I need to know like you're okay to travel and like live abroad oh, and all yeah. these things. He was yeah. like, okay, slow down. Like, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so now, and like my thing, I'm like, oh my God, if we, ever got divorced or anything like what like we I need to pick like the right country to divorce him in because like <laughs> yeah like our child like I won't be able to like necessarily travel from there so um like are you like do you guys have those conversations or like do you have to now are you like okay like do you think about moving back to Ontario or like what mm. is that like like yeah yeah we were never married also right um, but like now that you have so, a, like having a child mm-hmm. is the ultimate marriage mm-hmm. yeah I know yeah 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 um well like we're both still on work visas my intention is to stay here uh get a green card would be the next step I think that my son's dad is feeling the pressure and the the sort of challenge of work here and and it has been kind of questioning like well he's asking me like do you want to move back like are you planning on moving back I was like no I I I'm really you guys kind of have to make that decision together now right well do we I don't know this is what I've been considering it's like do we though like I'm really trying to again I'm just talking kind of out my ass right now because I don't really know but we can edit anything out don't worry (laughs) yeah, yeah I'm trying to create a boundary between him and I and I am trying to keep things very separate Got him. Yeah. Right. And I'm trying to also not have whatever's going on with him affect me because I spent the last four and a half years doing that. Yeah. Right. And I don't, I don't have to do that anymore. I know we have a kid and I definitely don't want to like intentionally keep them apart. Mm -hmm. But if one of us needs to leave the country, 
I'm not going to immediately just pick up and go because he wants to go. Yeah. And yeah. you'll figure it out just like, and we'll figure, figure it out. out. But yeah. I, yeah, I, it's hard to plan or think ahead to what would actually happen. Of course, if he left, then I'm left with now caring for my child full time. I don't have the relief of like, here you go. Yeah. Here's your child for two days. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we'd have to figure That's out it. some other childcare thing. And also he's too small to be like, flying back and forth and like mm-hmm. I don't know like I really don't know but I just hope that things will work out so that we we can I, I really want to stay here yeah yeah it I, is a, it is a huge expense like to obviously do the legal immigration and the green card stuff like it's kind of crazy and with work going the way it is I am kind of like I don't know like maybe I do have to move back to Canada yeah um only time will tell I really have no clue what's gonna happen yeah Sorry, I think it's going to be fine. Question. That was just a personal No, it's okay. I don't I'm mind. Like, it's yeah, something no. like, just in case Chris is listening, I'm not well, thinking about feel- divorcing you, but <laughs> yeah. it's definitely yeah. like, it's such a real life. It's like such an adult, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. Also, I'll say this and I'm glad like you're both obviously with your partners, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. And, and I'll just be honest. It's like, and I'm glad that you are. And, but you have a different way of looking at things when you have that all together and it's working. And when it, when that's not working and then you have to navigate what I've had to navigate this year, it just changes the way you view, I guess, your own relationship with your child. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it changed. So circumstantial things like where we live and all that, I don't know. Like, I'm just very self-protective now. Yeah. It's like, what do I actually want? Right. Like, I don't, I, I don't need to actually consider this other person regardless of sharing this child with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that sound crazy? Uh, maybe no. you can tell me. No, I, I get other it. Perspectives, but I'm in that headspace right now where it's like. I think that's great. And I think also yeah. your son is like, he's still at an age where it's not like he's yeah. eight and he's made all of his best friends in elementary school. Yes. Like. In a way, I mean, obviously you didn't like plan this, but like good mm-hmm. mo- good move doing this now rather than when life is even that much more mm-hmm. rooted and established. So like if I were you, I would be thinking the exact same way. Like what do I want? Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. given the last like, am- obviously your experience, like you've you didn't yes. like wake up and make this decision. And right. so you've no. clearly like made this decision with that point of view of like protecting yourself and making the right decision for your family and for your son. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, like it it totally makes sense where your headspace is. Like he's someone that will obviously remain in his child's life. I feel like he's not going to leave or abandon or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he still has to do what he needs to do. And he has to figure that out. I mean, it's, I get it's hard. There's some negotiation, but at the end of the day, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like I don't owe you anything and I'm not responsible for your stuff anymore. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm very mama bear also. <laughs> yeah, of like, course. Of course. Yeah. 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 I really appreciate that perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's hard. It's not easy, but I wouldn't actually have it any other way. Just given the kind of situation I was in before, it just wasn't healthy. And, mm-hmm. um, I don't regret anything. Cause I, lo- I can't believe this child exists. This feels like this child was always meant to exist at the same oh, time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm okay with how it's all happened. It just wasn't I couldn't have, um, I couldn't have, uh, what am I trying to say? I couldn't have predicted it yeah. or like yeah. known. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay, we have like basically filmed or recorded two podcasts in one because we can't stop talking to you. <laughs> I know. Like, I hope that you'll be a return guest because we would love to have you. Whenever, back. yeah, this was really fun, and I it's cool because because it's mom centered, and your mom's like we've definitely talked about stuff that I haven't talked about anywhere else, so it's really good. Oh, too. I love yeah. that. I love that exclusive Ooh. exclusive mm-hmm. look. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, but we would love to end it with um, a few few little fun things sure we try to yeah, we course. try to include this in every episode um so yeah. we would love to hear your hot takes on some like classic <laughs> mom parenting things and we're just gonna okay. say the topics rapid fire and just say your, like what you think seconds. are you ready lauren yeah ready <laughs> okay sleep training not into whatever sleep training crying it out i didn't do any sleep training okay got it we we also co-sleep we co-sleep he sleeps in my bed love it oh i, I love, love that. that yeah i love, love it <laughs> let's just go back and forth mom influencers uh <laughs> get that money yeah <laughs> okay what about um pumping. what about this one because you're in oh yeah go ahead yeah, like pumping. What was that one? What was that? Pumping. Like pumping, pumping at work or pumping in public. Like what was it like what's your thoughts on oh, that? Or do I you did you pump on an airplane in the galley? I've pumped I on love an airplane it. in the galley. I've pumped in a gal- um, in an airport <coughs> or in an airplane. Um I liked pumping. Um I got really excited like when you see yeah. I, I just I don't know. I do like yeah. it. I, I did like it. Totally. It's like a feeling of like a hunter and gather almost like, oh I got like yeah. this milk. <laughs> like I'm like providing yeah. for my child. Okay, yeah, since I love that feeling. Since you're in LA, what about like the post baby bounce back? Oh yeah. Good one. This term. I'm not gonna lie, I was very post baby bounce back. I was very like Like focused on it? Kind of. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Like from a it's physical, kind of just, like a body perspective or from a lifestyle perspective or work? Both because one, okay, this is, I mean, I'm petite as it is, but breastfeeding made it so that I just like lost weight and was like yeah. really quite slim. And so I was like, yeah. And then I just was like excited about it. I and know. Like- yeah. <laughs> I know. Cause mm-hmm. you think like you think it's going to take like years and you know, everyone has a different journey on that. Yeah. And then when you're breastfeeding and it kind of falls off or I felt so good after having the baby that I was like, okay, like after five days of being home, I went to Trader Joe's with the stroller and like, Oh my God, you psycho. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a psycho. I am a psycho, but it's like, it's, it's, it's not just like societal pressure. It's me. That's me. Like that's just my mentality and the pressure I put on myself. And also I can't sit still. So it's like, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. whatever that's just in my wiring okay, yeah so she bounced back she's bounced i i definitely bounced i bounced yeah <laughs> I, mean, I, I feel like i did yeah okay should we do some holiday centric ones this is gonna go live like a week before christmas yeah okay why don't we just do liz is our in-house holiday specialist so she's gonna ask okay questions. yeah okay what are your thoughts on santa like i know your son's kind of young but like are we doing mm-hmm. santa in your house I wish I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. I think it's a crock. And like, why do we have to live this lie for like mm-hmm. half the kid's life? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we have to do it. And like, we went and did the Santa photos yeah. the other day. Yeah. Um, there was he scared? Was he scared? Yeah. No, here's the problem. I I arranged it and then decided to offer to involve the dad. But when the dad comes, I'm chopped liver. So like, oh yeah, my kid, oh. my kid wouldn't 
not let the dad my his dad hold him and then we had to take pictures together which I didn't want (laughs) (laughs) you know so my vision for how the first Santa went wasn't the way it should have gone and that's my fault I should have just gone by myself with him Mm -hmm. and wait isn't that just parenting in a nutshell like your vision for all these things just never how we thought it was gonna be yeah and I blame the mom influencers Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll say it was a good lesson in a lot of ways though. Like, yeah, lower your expectations and the way you want your kid to do something isn't going to be what they do. But he was actually fine with Santa. He didn't seem to care. Um, okay. I'm going to do one more. Actually two. So what is your favorite Christmas movie? I'm such a Christmas movie person. Home Alone. Oh, good Whoa. one. Good oh my one. God, I, forgot. I actually forget that's a Christmas movie because to me it's just <gasps> oh, a 65 day. Oh, I just, I can Home watch that anytime. Alone. Do you like the oh, first yeah, one or a- the second one? I like the second the, one. I like... I like both, but really the first one. And actually, maybe I'll send it to you just so you can see it. Yeah. I did a, which, and I'm sending it out this weekend, a video Christmas card inspired <gasps> by Home Alone. Oh my God, cool. Oh, send it to us for sure. Send it to us. I'll we'll send pop it, it on the, we'll put it on the pod or on the Yeah. Instagram. Well, you can't because it's got my kid in it, but it's just oh, okay. guys got it. Okay, yeah, got good it. Good thing you told that to us. <laughs> yeah, but I love it's it. Thank you. guys only. And you okay, can Okay, oh my God, reaction. I feel so special. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. What about matching PJs? Are you a matching PJs family? Uh, I would do that. I really wanted, I didn't go full on with Halloween this year. I I wanted to do, he was Ken. So I wanted to be Barbie, but I was like, this is so expensive. I can't do this, but I wanted it for the photo. I wanted like matching the true costume photo that you are. Yeah. So I can imagine I'll do matching pajamas for sure. Like Mm -hmm. maybe not this year, but maybe when he's a bit older. Right. Okay, love it. Mm-hmm. Do we have any more? Maybe one more, Liz. Um, okay, <laughs> what's your favorite Christmas song? I'm cur- curious because Katie, well, I'm a big um, Christmas pop lover. Yeah. Um, I think it's Jingle Bell Rock. Yeah. Or Classic. again from Home Alone. What's well, the one where say, he's doing from, the puppets? Yes, uh, I love that the song. Christmas tree. Oh my yeah. god! Did you guys see the fact going around that Brenda, whatever her name is, she was Brenda Lee. She was thirteen when she recorded that song. <gasps> crazy. <laughs> what? She sounds like a her voice grown ass woman. Like a, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh oh, my phone's gonna die. Well, that's fine. That's perfect. This is how we okay. usually end everything is one of our phones okay. dies. So yeah, it just um, said I feel like you're like a new honorary <laughs> member of the mommy club here. Totally. This is your first, yeah. this is your fa- first mom group. We're like so honored. This to have is, you. I've not done really any, no, I haven't been around other moms, like one mom, but like, no, I, I don't actually talk to very many moms. It's well, crazy. You're, okay, well, you're you can be in this club to get your yeah. fix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I am honored. Um, well, well, thanks thank for talking so with us. Yeah, thanks for yes. chatting. This was really fun. Thank you for having me. Of course. Have a great holidays, and we're just going to hit stop and okay. <laughs> we'll keep chatting. Yeah. Happy <laughs> okay. holidays. Bye. <laughs> Bye.